Bobby, how much you're looking into bees, right? Yeah. How much is a package of bees? Oh, I think it's like a three pound package. You know, you're the bee guy. So. It's like 150 bucks. What? Yeah. You could subscribe for you. Your apiarist is screwing you over, my guy. No, oh, that's pretty standard. <laughs> um, you could. I just wanted to say apiarist. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what you could do with 150 smackaroonies? What? You could you could become a patron on Patreon for Brain Boggled for 150 months. Oh, wow. That's plenty of time. For as low as a dollar. Huh. <gasps> You could be a neuron tier, which gets you the one time shout out on the show. We'll say, hey, thanks to our patrons, Bobby and Brent. Yes. Um, because they're patrons to me personally. <laughs> You'll get access Wait. to polls. What? Does that mean we're paying you money every month? <laughs> yes. Uh, you'll get access to polls uh, that will help us choose future episodes and other fun topics that we what? just want to pull on, mm. maybe. I can be included. Oh. And special announcement. Do, 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 do. You get a special role on our Discord server. We have a Discord server now. Bobby and Brent aren't even in it yet, but they'll get there. We'll get there. And guess what? Once you're on that Discord server, we're going to be sharing some spicy memes. <laughs> spicy mm. memes. There's a meme chat. There's science chat. There's chats for all different rooms. And there's a special room. Chats Ooh, for different stats. For chats for different stats. Um, there's a room for our patrons only, baby. And you want oh. in on that because we're going to be posting some exclusive content on our Patreon and some exclusive chats. Now, if you have more than... One dollar, you could go to our three dollar tier, which is the dendrite tier, mm. and that Ooh. you get everything we just c covered. Plus, on top of that, you get access to our special mini pod, which we'll start doing. I have it on the Discord, uh, the Discord. I have it on the Patreon. As after we get twenty five, we'll start doing the mini pod. Um, oh yes! So Word. if you want to see the mini pod, start doing that because it's not free to make this podcast. No, <laughs> and uh, I want to see the mini pod. I want to see the mini pod too. And but I want time you is all. money. Um, and we have three other higher tiers at the higher tiers you can get mugs you can get a t-shirt at the highest tier are you kidding and me don't you want a freaking t-shirt bobby has made some great t-shirt designs and yeah, they're, they're, they're sick they're really sick so that's at uh patreon.com slash brain boggle yeah. podcast yes that's where it is forward slash brain boggle podcast mm, it's wow. also in our show notes thank you so much for listening to our little ad ramble and enjoy today's episode <laughs> All right, guys. I I am your boneyard bee, Bobby. I am your Jack O'Lantern. Jay Jack oh, You already said Jack. I yeah, see what you're know, doing yeah, there. But. And I am the cheek Greta Thunberg. I'm here to talk to you, brain bugglers, about global climate crisis. <laughs> you're right. That was the a slam. This is what you were talking How dare you? I'm sorry. We love, we love Greta Thunberg. I'm sorry. I don't know where Brent is. I was actually very excited to meet the capital B. I am a fan. <laughs> But I must go and continue to spread the message Hey boys, how's it going? Oh my god. Well we dude, we, we have one more. Wait what, what, what do you mean? 
Greta Thunberg? I miss Greta Thunberg. I love Greta Thunberg. Youngest recipient of the Nobel Peace Prize. I'm oh, pretty cool. Yeah, I can't cool. believe she's a listener of the pod. That's amazing. I know. Her well, and Barack Obama. I've been your, I'm your Buddhist bee, Brent. <gasps> oh, you Ooh. did the one that I was going to do. Yeah, that's why I was like, it's it's yeah. an okay one, because it's kind of an obvious one. It's an yeah. obvious one. No, but that, I mean, it relates to today's topic, and we have a special guest today. Yeah, we do. you do. have an alliteration? I do, and it also relates to today's topic. I am oh. your... Zombies! Oh, that one is so that good. That is really good. Oh, we don't have. He's the, in the brain boogling <laughs> mindset. See, you we don't tell. have the opportunity. Okay, guys. So here's the thing: we're all excited for brain boogles, but <laughs> due to like climate change, it's like 90 degrees outside right now. I'm gonna. I, I got. Can we also talk uh, about the intro that they just heard? And how that was one of the greatest. Oh, the soundscaping. What, the soundscape? The sound, no, no, the intro, like the actual brain boogled official oh, yes. intro. Yes, that song, song is pretty dope. They no, just no heard it. Oh yeah, because yeah, this is the first did. time they've heard it. Yeah, is no, it's it? Second. Yeah, no, 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 because. Because we're really saying this episode first. I don't, oh. think, I don't think Brent knows it that. It doesn't really matter. I need to go in the lip and oh, fix that. <laughs> well, according to what we said in last week's episode, the Disney episode. I did. Well, in the Disney episode, we said that this was going to be the first episode. But then in the episode that would be the first <laughs> one that we recorded last. You'll either. I mean, like, so either you've already heard Salem Witch Trials or, hey, next week we're doing Salem yeah, Witch yeah. Trials. <laughs> Check well, it out. Or wasn't it great? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Brent already did all I'm the work. I'm trying to figure out whether or not I need to fix the lip Brent, Brent already did all the work. So. So I think we'll just make well, this the second episode. To... So Salem Witch Trials, you heard it last week. Don't okay. worry, Brent. Everything's so all how's, good. How's week two of that, uh, of that, uh, that intro? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, week two of the intro. I'm obsessed with the intro. When I'm driving along, I just think about it. It's yes. good. It's, it's a good just, one. It's like in my head, it's just like... <laughs> All right, back I to the more important topic. When I'm driving of... along, I think <laughs> that should have added her. I'm just such a huge, I'm such a huge fan. I'm sorry to keep interrupting the recording. Brenda Thunberg. I need to get back on my boat and keep spreading the message. <laughs> oh my god! Just, just FYI, we support Greta Thunberg in our we, 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 we love Greta Thunberg. We all uh, believe in science yeah, here. Yeah, we yeah. should all like. The planet is more important than your fried education. <laughs> All right, so what's today's topic? We're talking today about... <laughs> I love how, like, every time, whoever's bringing the topic always asks what today's topic <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, that's so true. Why do we always do that? That's, like, a weird... I think it's because the person, thing. like, wants... They want to get into they it. They want someone to ask them what the topic is. Well, so is. Zach's bringing the topic today, and today we're going to be talking about, like Zach said, something... That relates to zombies because and it's to Buddhism. October, mm. which is said my zombie zombie fun fact. Zombie, my zo- <laughs> my, we're talking about the afterlife and all oh. the different things that people believe about the afterlife you and know, what we believe about the afterlife. Halloween is so scary; you might die. Yeah, yeah. You know what's, you die, you know what's really spooky? Death, death, <laughs> mortality. I mean, honestly, <laughs> our our mortality is very scary. The existential crises that face us all. No, yes. like this one, this one, the, the no, thing that, is, that's just, that's just real talk right now. Nobody knows the thing is with this episode, it's weird because like, it's legitimately kind of frightening. Yeah. Um, because I'm like, I'm not afraid to die. First off, well, here's the thing. I'm 20 years strong old and, I, and I'm immortal and I will never die. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. That's true. Um, also, I ain't afraid of no ghost. I, yeah. I saw, I saw a trailer in theaters the other day for this movie called Countdown, mm-hmm. uh, which is about this app that. You download and it tells you when you're Thank gonna you. die. For the countdown. <gasps> and what? Yeah, and they like try and fight it, but then there's like this real monster thing that comes and gets you and makes sure that it gets oh, you. On a real monster. Real, oh, good uh, one, I like it. Good one, Brent. Yeah. Is that um? Is it like? Is it one of those things where the monster only comes for you if you have the app? Yeah. 
That's mm. scary. That's like a freaking that episode of uh, Black Mary with the bees. Yeah, with the bees yeah. chop the chili. In the nation. Yeah. <laughs> nice, Brian. That's what it's called. Yeah, I mean, you know, death is a pretty scary topic, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of philosophers have sort of, uh, you know, been against that idea of death being scary, and and a lot of the reasons for that is because I'm, I'm anti scary death. A lot mm. of the reasons for that is because you know when the whole thing with being scared is that it's a feeling that you have. And why fear something that's like that's you're not going to have a feeling inevitable for well oh. you're when you die you don't feel well I think it's not it's not the it's not or the so feeling of it I think, so think. I think a lot of the fear comes from people not knowing yeah what's yeah. going to happen yeah and the idea that the idea of nothingness right terrifies people mm. which is you know why the whole concept of an afterlife came to be is because just the the complete brain boggling uh idea of great tie-in uh (laughs) this is it and like at any moment it it could all end and then there's just nothingness and so you know ways to deal with that uh Mm -hmm. and you know there's tons every religion has its own way of dealing with it Mm. and yeah, there's a lot of different ways. <laughs> there's a lot of different types of afterlife through all yeah. the different religions. I think I might have mentioned this on the pod before, but I think the death of Steve Erdwin made me like realize mortality because mm. he was like the first death that I remember like yeah. happening in my life. Because mm. Steve Irwin was like, "Are you close?" No, <laughs> like not. I mean, like not like like obviously I didn't know him, but like, like he, metaphysically, yeah, yeah, he was like my idol. Like I like I've never had like someone that I've looked up to since steve Irwin, like steve Irwin was like he 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 was like the i i thought he was the greatest person ever and i just really looked i wanted to be I think exactly this is like why him. jack has a fear of alligators he didn't die from an alligator he died no from but a like Ray, baby yeah but like it's the trauma because i was never because because steve Irwin, like i i because steve Irwin made alligators so beautiful and safe that and now, now that, that he's, he's gone, gone i feel like there's so much i feel like my guide with alligators has left me yeah the gators are just running wild now. I gotta, like I gotta start watching like Bob Irwin. But the my version, my version of your Steve Irwin was mm-hmm. Robin Williams. When Robin Williams died, that to me was like your Steve Irwin. Like I, that was like, oh my god, because he was such a cherished figure for like children and people everywhere. Right. And when he died, I was like, Robin was Williams died when I was junk. in high school. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I was still friend. like, I you were not that far out of it. No, I know, but I'm saying well, is, like, I, is what I'm what I'm saying is is like I was like six I gotcha. when Steve Irwin uh, died, yeah, but I, Bobby I, I, was like twenty. I was sad when Steve Irwin died, but like I hadn't <clears> had a death in my family until I was like much older, and oh, so okay. like I hadn't really experienced many deaths in right. the family, so I didn't really have a lot of experience with it in general. Yeah, well, like the thing is, is like you knew that like by that time you knew death was like a finality. I, I think for like with the part of the thing for my my death experience was was more traumatic than yours, Bobby. <laughs> no, mine was more traumatic than yours. Um, I just think it's like the, yeah, what, what it made is, it weird yeah. for me was that it made me realize that anyone can die i had that with with um yeah. andrew um 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 uh who was that traveling chef oh my oh, god uh, andrew Bourdain. 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 Yeah. yeah andrew it's uh, anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. Bourdain. Anthony, Bourdain. Yeah. anthony Bourdain. when he when he died i was like and like i think i had like a like another like oh wow like yeah. yeah moment for me that was when my dad died but anyway moving on oh my god <laughs> oh my god friend <laughs> yeah hey yeah there we go we're dead dad's club i mean like i, I like i don't know well, i mean that's definitely more 
Yeah, I, I just, I just wanted to like make it super awkward yeah. for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and Jack are talking about these people we never yeah, knew. Like, well, actually, no, like mine was traumatic because of this. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's one upped us big time. Brent, Both I'm like, hey, no. Hey. Well, <laughs> no, but Brent, I am uncomfortable. <laughs> I think we'll, we'll we'll get back to the to the thing. Sorry to. Okay, the afterlife also also. <laughs> also referred to as life after death is the belief that the essential part of an individual's identity or the stream of consciousness continues after the death of the physical body. Mm. According to various ideas about the afterlife, the essential aspect of the individual that lives on after death may be some partial element or the entire soul or spirit of an individual which carries with it and may confer personality or personal identity uh, or on the contrary, may not, as in Indian nirvana. Mm-hmm. Belief in an afterlife Love is in band. contrast to the belief in oblivion after death. Mm. Um, so, you know what, do you know what I heard about um, about the afterlife? What is that? It smells a lot like Teen Spirit. Oh my god! <laughs> Get out of here, Jazz. Get out of here. And that's the extent of my nirvana. Put your sweater back on and leave. Nirvana nirvana but so that's interesting. Um, you know, you bring up the Nirvana thing. Like, uh, I was looking a little bit into like Buddhism, mm-hmm. like yeah. during lunch, and sort of the difference between like Hinduism and Buddhism, and that whole thing about like the soul and like taking that part of you beyond death. Right. That's one thing that like you know is is the difference between like Hinduism and Buddhism is like like in the Hindu religion culture, like they basically believe that you know you have the soul that that is reincarnated or or can live on past your body. Like it's not just your body that is you. There's more to you than that. You're part of this like larger stream of, of consciousness or whatever. I think the larger stream is the Dharma up right here. Ooh. Okay. Oh, 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 read it it, please. Okay. And my, and my suffering. (laughs) Buddhists that maintain, Buddhists maintain that rebirth takes place without an unchanging self Mm. or soul passing from one form to another. The type of re the the type of rebirth will be conditioned by the moral tone of the person's actions, karma, or kama. In the Boston pronunciation, <laughs> <laughs> karma or kama. Karma. Kids, karma is wicked bad. Oh, wicked bad karma. Yeah, kids got wicked. You ever check out that app, Credit Karma? <laughs> okay, so for example, so if a person has committed harmful actions of body, speech, and mind based on greed, hatred, and delusion. Rebirth in a lower realm, for example, an animal, a hungry ghost, or a hell realm is to be expected. I hope hope I'm not expecting a hungry ghost. Hungry (laughs) ghost like Fatso from Casper the Friendly Ghost. Up top, Bobby, for that one. (laughs) Okay, so on the other hand, where a person has performed skillful actions based on generosity, loving kindness, meta, which is, says that, (laughs) Uh, compassion and wisdom, rebirth in a happy realm, for example, a human or one of the many heavenly realms can be expected. So mm-hmm. sort of the idea of karma to me is like this like point system yeah. where you accrue points and like, like whatever. You know what that reminds me of Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> well, like when you die, give him some gold. When you die, <laughs> if you have a certain amount of karma, then you like get a better yeah reincarnation and you come yeah. out as like a fucking lead hacker boy so, achi- so that's where the term nirvana i believe achieving nirvana mm. is the like top is once you've once you've reached the max level of good karma you 
achieve nirvana which mm. is like the ultimate heavenly realm i think right. ultimate enlightenment quote, something i remember don't from quote me on that one something i remember from like like buddhism where i used to like kind of look in research into that a little bit when my I was sister younger, was almost a buddhist was like they they have this strong feeling of separating their their ego from their like soul so like mm-hmm. making sure that through meditation is this like ego that we know as in like arrogance or ego is in like per, just like, like you the self the, the, the yeah. self okay. the inner what, self okay. you know? right what yeah. you see as you mm-hmm. and what like the difference between i and me yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. and and they try to separate that from the experience of of the living life, the life force yeah so like that's sort of what enlightenment the goal of enlightenment is and i, I think through that you can achieve nirvana right, right so right. that when you do die you move on graciously into the next life without any problems, without holding on to your suffering, you know? That's deep. Yeah. It's it's very interesting, like, to look at that that way. Do you guys believe in reincarnation? Nope. I, um... <laughs> I used to believe in basically <laughs> Buddhist reincarnation, but I didn't know it was Buddhist reincarnation at the time. I just mm-hmm. thought about it. I was like, what if you, every time you die, like, you st- like what if everyone started out as, like, a lame a worm and, oh, when, and you, you like when, then when you die you become a grasshopper and then when you die as a grasshopper you become a big yeah. moth you know is it a grasshopper better than a worm well that's the thing is like i don't like i don't know like i arbitrarily it's a hierarchy <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. But, like like our like, humans at the top like i arbitrarily or are we at the did, bottom i arbitrarily decided it and was like after you after you like then you can be like a bird and after you're a bird you're a big rat you know, yeah but see <laughs> <laughs> the thing is like there's a part of me that kind of believes in something like that but almost you know when you die your body goes to the earth, right? And then you decompose and are you you become your body becomes part of the soil and the earth, right? Right. And then that is then consumed by other things for nutrients, right. like for plants and other life, which is consumed by other things. So there's a part of me in a way that almost feels like that sort of like energy is a form of like right. reincarnation. Maybe not, maybe not spiritual reincarnation, but just reincarnation of like your being as like energy right. into other things i, I kind of like I'm right with force, you, there. you know yeah i don't know it's like this in, to me like i don't know I that's feel like that's almost like objectively true uh, yeah you know? i think it is yeah. but i think it's also just like an interesting kind of like spiritual like is your, look, life, like, is is your like, life force in that in that 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 yeah chipmunk, and then, then that like do you like then continue the, yeah, on yeah, right, right like there's a difference between yeah. spiritual reincarnation and like bodily reincarnation like like there's like people you know will take their their ashes and like and put it within like the seeds of a tree i think that's the coolest and they thing. like become that tree right. but i think that's what i want to do when i die i kind of i kind of with brent on this one like i i believe in that side of reincarnation like our bodies are reincarnated yeah i don't necessarily believe that the soul stays with that i just or feel like the soul too is many... even a thing or if the soul is even a thing. We'll, we'll probably get to that mm-hmm. uh, oh we will get to uh, that. we have so that's much a, to get through that's a yeah. big yeah. question yeah. man yeah. Yeah. So should uh, I've got up here ancient religions, and I feel yeah. like that might be a good place to start. Yeah, well, let's, let's start. start. Let's start in the ancient, the ancient times. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I'll start with Egyptian religions. As an ancient, these are like dead religions. I, I mean, other, so. like old like, yeah. religions. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't think any so, I mean, nowadays. No religion. Ancient like that, Egyptian but, religion. Yeah. Uh, so the afterlife played an important role in ancient Egyptian uh, religion, and its belief system is one of the earliest known recorded in history. When the body died, parts of the soul, known as ka, uh, which then we get in parentheses here, body double, and ba, <laughs> personality, would go to the kingdom of the dead, while the soul dwelt in the fields of Aru, Osiris, 
uh, oh, no, Osiris demanded work as restitution for the protection he provided. Statues were placed in the tombs to serve as substitutes for the deceased. Uh, arriving at one's reward in afterlife was a demanding ordeal, requiring a sin-free heart and the ability to recite the spells, passwords, and formulae of the Book of the Dead. Did you know how they would uh, determine whether or not someone had a sin-free heart? Oh. So they would take a, a scale, mm. like, you know, one of those scales where you balance one thing against the other. Yeah. And you know, would, a scale. They would literally, <laughs> and they would literally. Like, as opposed to. Like, you know, like. I'm on saying, a lizard. Yeah. <laughs> what, is there yeah. a different name for, like, a balance scale? Maybe they, a balance. Yeah. Like one where you put one on one side. Yeah, I know. There, there, there's a difference, but oh, the scale is, yeah. But so what they would do is they would take someone's actual heart. They would put it on the scale. Okay, now a, a quick disclaimer: Egyptians themselves wouldn't do this. This was this was something that the Egyptians believed happened no. in the path to the afterlife. No, I thought they did this. No, no. Oh, oh you're sure? I'm 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 almost positive oh, okay. because everywhere that I've seen it, it was conducted by Sobek, who was a god with a crocodile head. Oh, okay, okay, okay. My bad. So so they would. So this is their belief of yeah. how they would find out if yeah, their because it was weighed against a feather. Right. So they would weigh. <laughs> so they would weigh the heart against a feather and the heavier if the heart was heavier than the feather it was full then of it sin. was full of sin yeah okay so i thought that was literal that's interesting no no that's not literal because well, i was right gonna here. say then everyone's full of sin because right there's here. no way yeah. okay heart is gonna be lighter uh, than a feather <laughs> in the hall of two truths the deceased's heart was weighed against the shoe feather of truth and justice taken from the headdress of the goddess Mat. If the heart was lighter than the feather, they could pass on. Ah. But if it were hev heavier, they would be devoured by the demon Amit. Egyptians also believed that being mummified was the only way mm -hmm. to reach an afterlife. Yeah. It's interesting because then it was really like a 1% kind of thing. Because right. mm -hmm. not everyone got mummified. No, not no, at It's all. pretty bougie, yeah, honestly. Sure. Um, oh, I thought it was really f um, something that I think is funny that I personally like to believe is... The Egyptians believe the, the reason why they weighed the heart was because the they believed that the heart was the was where everything was was where your being was like I like as opposed to today where we know that like we still say your heart but like it's all your brain. all your emotional yeah. processes are in your brain. Oh, I remember this and from so, like sixth grade or something. So what they would do is they thought the brain was just like stuffing that didn't do anything yeah they thought it was just, they thought it literally was just to keep your head from collapsing yeah they would like pull the brains out through the nose yeah they, would, they, they, they had this like hook that they would in they would break that little that little you know when you see skulls and you see the t like the nose that little yeah. they would break that get up in there muddle up your brains and then your head would like you would they turn your head on your side and it would all leak out through your nose mm -hmm. and then they would cut your head open yeah and stuff it full of like it just like like wrappings and and, right. and 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 like random stuffing, but they would really take good care of all your other organs. And so, yeah, the brain they a just part kind of, like of me likes away, to right? believe that if they were right, that like th th like if they had used the brain like as it was the heart, you know, that they would have like actually done something. Like a mummy would be the spiritual mummy boy you know right. like i don't yeah. know how to explain but you like you know what i mean I like know. if they if they had actually understood the the role of the brain right, right and right. therefore used it correctly in a in a you in think a, that their process thing. was effective yeah like do you like could you like actually be sent to the afterlife and like do all your mummy stuff you know what right. i mean right right i in sixth grade had to watch a mummification video and did in, you also in sixth grade i had to mummify a chicken 
Are you kidding what? me? What? No. Yes. What is that? What is up with sixth grade? School in the 1850s was wild. It was really <laughs> crazy. No, we actually actually like make like the little bindings and stuff and wrap the chicken like it was a mummy. That's much worse than mine. Yeah, it was very weird. Well, we had to watch it be done to a <laughs> human, so it was a little have weird. I not thought about that until this very moment since it <laughs> yeah. happened. It was deep within the like yeah, Clearly, I've been brain. traumatized. That was, was deep in the Disney vault. There was, yeah. a, <laughs> there was a dude a few years ago who like volunteered to get mummified. Yeah, well, that's the thing. The, the, the one that I watched watched was people who donated their bodies to science specifically to be mummified yeah and and so my teacher put it on the tv and we had to watch a man get like opened up and mummified and she's like this is beautiful and we were like "Ah." and one girl like ran out crying i take it back i don't want to do the tree thing i want to get mummified and like buried in a tomb gross get stupid note to self mummify jack when he dies yeah Mm -hmm. okay so we've got norse religions next oh jack jack knows all about north i'm a a big i'm a do you want to do you want to just take this norse religion part or do you want me to read through yeah read it off because i'm sure i'm gonna miss something it's (laughs) it's a very small bullet point section as opposed to the other which was paragraphs Oh. Uh, it says the poetic, uh, Edda. the po- yeah. Uh, and okay. So the oldest sources for information, the on poetic the Norse, Edda and the prose Edda, is that what they are? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of the afterlife. Uh, they vary in their description of the several realms that are depicted, uh, as falling under this topic. The most well-known are Valhalla, which is hall of the slain, the chosen ones, uh, Half the warriors who die in battle join the god Odin, who rules over a majestic hall called Valhalla in Asgard. Asgard. Yes, that is is correct. Uh, (laughs) Folkvanga. Ah, Folkvanga. (laughs) Uh, The other half join the goddess uh, Freyja. Like Fraser. Frey or Freya. It's probably just a different spelling of Freya. Uh, In a great meadow known as Folkvanga. Uh, hell. Helheim. With one L. Yeah. Hel- Helheim. Helheim. What's Helheim? Is that the same hell. thing? It's the same thing. Uh, same thing. This abode is somewhat like Hades from ancient Greek religion. They're something not like the Asphodel Meadows. Not unlike the Asphodel Meadows can be found. Uh, the people there uh, have neither ex- excelled in which is good, nor excelled in that which is bad. Um just a bunch of rubes. It's basically yeah. a bunch of rubes hanging out here in hell. No, it's, basically, it's basically just if you didn't die in battle, you would go to hell, mm-hmm. which is just it's, it's just a frozen wasteland of nothing is basically nice. what it is. And so, so you want to die in battle. You want to die in battle. That's what the, that's what the whole the whole uh, the whole Norse like vi- like violent warlike right. Viking ideals comes from was because if you didn't die in battle. Then even if you had been a warrior your entire life and you died sick in your bed, you wouldn't go to Valhalla. You needed to die on the fields of battle because what would happen is uh, reportedly the the Valkyries would come down and lift your and lift you up to Valhalla if you were worthy. And when Ragnarok came, which was the end of the world in which the. Yeah, no, I, we saw it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we all saw the, the, the movie Thor Ragnarok. Um, <laughs> the all of these warriors who had been they, they would be feasting and, and, and brawling in Valhalla in preparation to fight alongside Odin and the other gods in Ragnarok. Hmm. Um, and something that I want to bring up, which not necessarily has to do specifically with North mythology, but like in. You, like in 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 the more northern religions hell is often seen as a cold frozen place mm. and in the religions where that are warmer hell is seen as this like burning place which i think is really interesting to think because like 
Christianity started in the Middle East, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. we're like, it never really gets, you know, frosty cold. And so... But people might die of heat stroke. Yeah, and, and it, makes me, it makes me wonder if they didn't really have, like, since people know about heat, if that's why they were like, oh, hell is just burning all the time. Whereas in Nor- yeah. like, in Scandinavia, the threat of winter, like, it's all winter all the right, time, where, like, they can really <laughs> grasp the threat of you know, like a deep frozen winter. And I wonder if that's why their hell was. It's very interesting. I feel like that kind of even relates like in a smaller scale in like America, you know, like here in New England, people ask us like, oh, would you rather it be like really cold or really hot? And a lot of people would say like, oh, I'd, I'd rather, rather be nice and warm. Be cold. I know you're a weirdo, but like a lot weird. It's here's the no, thing. No, no, I get it. A it's lot of people easier like to warm up than it is to cool down. And that's just a fact. Like, yeah. you, cause you can always just put on some blankets, but that's like true. once you get naked, you can take your skin off to cool down (laughs) no no but like a lot of people in new england are like oh i wish it was warmer you know but if you go down south there's a lot of people who are like oh i wish it would snow here like you know yeah it's kind of that same thing where like whatever is grass is greener yeah Mm -hmm. well yeah it's like you know to them heat heat waves are are the bigger threat to us blizzards are the bigger threat so that becomes uh, threatening i had a history teacher who who who, who had a theory behind the whole Southern hospitality thing that was based off of that. Whereas in new England, you know, we have one and a half growing seasons, whereas in the South they have three and sometimes four growing seasons. Mm-hmm. And so in new England, if you didn't, you know, like put your pedal to the metal and get your, get your work done before winter, you'd froze to death. But in the South there was no rush. And so like everything like, it just was a lot of like very laid back in compared to the work right. in the North. And that like, he, he, he theorizes that that has like over time has, has like a culture. Has, has caused the the, South, they didn't have to do it themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, in the North for a while. North, yeah. Actually, yeah. I don't understand. What are you talking about? Oh my God. Bro. What do you mean they didn't do it? Then? Who did talking it? Who, about slavery. Who did, who, wait, who did wait, what? Wait, Zach, <laughs> who did it then? Like, I don't understand. No, it's interesting that you say that because I mean, like in, you know, you have to find things to do here in the winter. Um, like, for example, Skilaufen. That's how you say skiing in German. Like when, when, uh, <laughs> when, when farmers in New England, like hundred, like a couple hundred years ago, would uh, spend all their time in the warmer months, you know, in the warmer seasons, planting and and you know, harvesting and and working on their farm. They would hire farm boys to like, you know, do all this work for them. Farm boy? But when the season ended, these boys would have no job. So they but they lived with the 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 farmers who owned the land. And so they had to come up with like busy work for them to do. So they would basically have them collect rocks all winter and build stone walls. And that's why there's so many stone walls in New England. Because there was just like nothing for I them to do in the winter. As- as they plowed their fields, they would just move the stones to the edge of their property so they didn't hit them with their plows again. Well, and then they would build the walls. At the, well, yeah, I, like, the, they didn't actually build them. They would, like I heard that they just like stacked them up and then. But I mean, that's probably also no. They like legitimately like spent a lot of time like 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 building these foundations and stuff. But not to get too far off topic. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, way off. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, so the next uh, section here is Abrahamic religions. Okay, so Christianity. <gasps> We are at least pretty familiar with this one. Yes, um, this, yeah. is, this is the never religion. heard of it. This is the religion that I grew up being taught. Now, I mean, I'm pretty sure the the listeners at home know we're not very religious people, as we've established. As we've established many times. <laughs> yes, but uh, a couple of us grew up with this sort of as yeah. yeah. And the idea being that 
you live a good life where you uh, do right for, you know, the people around you and uh listen to the bible and yeah and you and you go oh, the by rules. the you go by the teachings of the bible but i mean like as the church is in such a political limelight uh uh through all these years mm. and has been so ingrained in our politics uh i th- i feel like the guidelines of living a good life changes <laughs> yeah. pretty often um but but basically then you go and you're judged between heaven and hell yeah, and if you've, you know, been a more moral person, then you go to heaven and yeah, you get to be happy and float par- around in the clouds forever, and eternal, yeah. Li- yeah. eternal happiness, and, and yeah, with all your like, loved ones. I never like uh, I, when I was a little boy learning about heaven. I was like, what's there to do there? Like anything I, want? I always, it's like, always sounded boring to me. Like you get to like hang out with your like relatives and stuff. I always just assumed you got to do whatever you wanted. I always thought about this. Like, what age would you be? could you choose you know like if you if you went to heaven and you were like oh my god grandma grandma and your grandma was like 16 or like well, if 20 we're going, if we're going off of coco it's the age that you died i want to talk about coco are we gonna get to like that because yeah, i really like Dias de los Muertos. we might yeah mm. okay. yeah because that's a really cool afterlife situation okay so then there's islam and uh the islamic belief in the afterlife as stated in the quran uh is Descriptive. The Arabic word for paradise is jana, and hell is janam. It could be yana and yanam. Uh, their level of comfort while in the grave, according to some commentators, depends wholly on their level of iman or faith uh, in the one almighty creator or supreme being, God or Allah. In order to achieve proper, firm, and healthy iman, one must practice righteous deeds or else his level of iman chokes and shrinks and eventually can wither away if one does not practice Islam long enough. You know what's a common theme between all these? It's just like the the moral compass yeah. for this sort yeah. of... It's like if you don't do what we say is right... I'm not saying what they say is right... Well, yeah, is wrong yeah, yeah. or not yeah, yeah. it kind of changes their view of right yeah like their view of right and you'll live this eternal eternal life mm-hmm. beyond death right that sort of because like i mean ultimately a lot of people fear death because it means that immortality is not like is not within their grasp right. like people people want to not die i mean that's the whole reason people fear death right you know and like this goes into a whole opinion on religion that i have just in general Mm -hmm. uh as being you know and every form of religion being a way to control people Mm -hmm. control the masses and using the one answer we'll never have of what comes after life yeah uh as that general um hook into them because there's no way to disprove because you to can, prove it or disprove you can't it. disprove it uh there's no way for us to know but it's called faith it's mm-hmm. all based on right what you're putting your and so it's in. using yeah. it's using your eternity as a sort of a leash yeah. and and that's something i've noticed as a commonality through every right. single one of these it's is using your fear you need to you need to do stuff like this so that we can control you. I think the most, uh, the strongest one that, that's kind of stood out to me so far was the, um, 
the was it the Vikings mm-hmm. going off to war? Exactly. That's like, what I was thinking too. Oh, if you if you don't fight for us and fight for fight and our wars for fighting. us and die fighting, yeah. then there's you, no excuse. Like even if you were out there fighting for yeah. years and you've decided to take a break, you're still screwed. You right. know? You have to die on the battlefield. Yeah. It's kind of messed up if you think about it. And and there's a lot of ways where control tactics. That's still kind of true in a lot of different like militaristic you know um like like in in a lot of different cultures i mean that's 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 true where it's like an honor to die on the battlefield you know Mm -hmm. and it it is i mean like we we know that like as obviously we have a a massive amount of respect for people who like put their lives on the line to like fight for other people um but it is interesting that like you know even today there's still sort of this idea that that if you die fighting like you're in a way kind of like lifted to this sort of holy i don't know i i'm trying to find a way to say it without being like offensive Mm -hmm. but um because obviously like i don't mean anything by it but yeah no you're saying sort of like it's like a more honorable death it's a more almost like yeah purposeful death like your death has more meaning somehow than like you know when nana just passes away in her sleep right. at like right. at like a hundred years old or whatever exactly. yeah so yeah it that, that's interesting i mean mm-hmm. i mean fear death is a great motivator right so yeah. it makes sense to me why it's in so prevalent through, throughout yeah. all these different religions and stuff because i mean if you're i don't know if you need to motivate people into like falling into line or whatever that makes sense why yeah, that would be there especially if like you like you like for, to continue with the with the norse mythology especially if you're you know fighting uh, yeah. so a great way to motivate you is like to 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 give it your all is like well you want to die fighting anyway right because that's yeah, how it's you better for you yeah that's how it, you'll that's reach how the it promised is. land that way right. yeah this uh, idea of promising something that we can't promise yeah. for sure it's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. I can't remember. Um, I don't want to give the Vikings more credit than is due. So I, <laughs> I'll, I'll stick with, I'll stick with, with what I know for a fact is that in Sparta, um, uh, women who died in childbirth were given the same burial honors as men who died on the battlefield. Um, and I think they might've done something similar for Vikings, but I again I don't want to give them any more credit than they right, deserve. Right, yeah. Um, but I know that one for Sparta is is true. And so that's like that's interesting because that's more of like like a more wholesome, less controlly doctrine of it, I guess. Yeah. Um, thing, you know, childbirth give us more. Yeah, 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 because it's, it's like it's just giving more fighters. It, I don't know. I think yeah. also, you know, all all these religions and stuff were also born, you know, in times of much where life was much harder yeah, for people. True. You know yeah. what I mean? Like people live a lot harder lives than we do now. Yeah. And I feel like having something like this that could give you purpose in life right. when things maybe feel meaningless or purposeless. Right. I can see where some of this stuff probably, Absolutely. I think a lot of this stuff can come from that too. And it yeah. maybe isn't all just like, you know, the powerful well, that, trying to control the little, I think that's you know, what it is. Yeah. But I think that and the organized, so well the organized part of it is. Yeah. 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 Like again, we're like, there's like, I just want to give a quick disclaimer. Like there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with 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 your own personal practices because oh, no, no, everyone no. like everyone finds whatever. Um, it's the fact that like 
I think what we're saying is, is, is it's, it's almost as if it's not needed to be this large mm. like thing. And, and sometimes like with what we've seen with a lot of the cults that we've talked about yeah. is that it's, it's, it's used to control. Mm. Um, yeah. like cults are like all about the control. And I think that's one of the main thing that separates modern day religion from cults is the fact that like, I think <laughs> religions are just like better at hiding it, mm. you know? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of brings up an interesting discussion too about, like you know uh atheism and like whether or not that's religion and in a lot of ways to me like it it feels like even the absence of afterlife is a way to control people because you know it's like well you 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 don't get anything after this so you got to live your life the way you the way you should you know Mm. like in a way yeah i think i mean well the thing is like i don't know there's no like centralized like figure yeah. for atheism right though. there's no it's not like uh there's no church like a group of, yeah, true you no just life. have that like one friend who's like really into being an atheist <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, like right, okay right, dude right, come right, down yeah, that's why <laughs> i like that's why i personally don't identify as atheist i yeah. always identify as agnostic me too yeah that's um, why i identify because as. like i don't know athe- it's so there's something about the certainty of anything yeah, that's that what, is that's what it is it's I, so aggressive too you know yeah, yeah i mean it's like there is no it's I like, tend well, i'm to, willing to I, admit I, that i was wrong right. right i tend to lean i guess i identify agnostic too but tend to lean more towards the atheistic side just because of yeah, science it's like it's just hard to like wrap your mind around something that's just beyond your understanding but like right. you i i think but if we go back to the conversation we had before i just think it's really interesting how universal all these things are regardless yeah. of culture or background like how like uh, people it doesn't matter like where you come from like we all have these same fears and existential mm. uh questions yeah. about everything and they just keep repeating themselves from mm. all across the world in these yeah. places that maybe don't ha- necessarily have, have never had any contact or didn't have any contact right. when they were forming and yet yeah it's so universal and so to me yeah. there's something almost comforting and kind of like i don't know about that that you yeah. know it's kind of like we're all in this together man right. yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah, exactly. okay so the next one is judaism uh so sheol uh, in the hebrew bible is a place of darkness to which all the dead go both the righteous and the unrighteous regardless of the moral choices made in life a place of stillness and darkness cut off from life and from God. The inhabitants of Sheol are the shades, uh, entities without personality or strength. Under some circumstances, they are thought to be able to be contacted by the living as the witch of Endor. I don't know if that's a Star Wars reference. <laughs> I know. I was like, wait a second. And is it weird that for a second ago, I thought you said the agents of Shield? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the, the as the witch of Endor contacts the shade of Samuel for Saul. I'm assuming this is a reference to a specific like, <laughs> thing, uh, you know, story within the religion. But yeah. but such practices are forbidden. Uh, that's interesting. Um, so no matter what your moral yeah. beliefs yeah. are, you're you're all going to the same place. I remember growing up with uh, with 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 uh, talking to some of my Jewish friends. Um, and we, cause like, we would like always obviously joke about like, oh, you're going to hell. Um, and then like my Jewish friend would always be like, 
I don't believe in hell. I ain't going there. Yeah, I kind of remember that too, actually. Yeah, yeah. right, right, and right. It's just, yeah, it's just funny for it. Like he, I was like, what? And I would always be like, well, like, where do the bad people go then? And he was like, well, there's like good heaven and bad heaven, and the bad people go to bad heaven. <laughs> <laughs> it's two different heavens. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? Uh, interesting. interesting. I really like the idea of the day of the dead so if you've seen the movie coco which we've talked about a couple times yeah. in this okay podcast. i think you should give a disclaimer that i feel i'm 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 gonna give a statement about myself and i feel like it applies to bobby okay go for it all of my knowledge about the day of the dead <laughs> and 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 mexican i don't i don't even know what religion it goes with i don't know i don't know if it's just like a regional belief that isn't religion specific as far as jack knows it could just be pixar as far <laughs> as i yeah i know no, it's a I legitimate it's celebrated thing. in it's mexico i have no but all of my knowledge about it is based off of coco yeah <laughs> Disclaimer, we didn't have the time to research it, so we're <laughs> going to use our Coco knowledge. But basically, in that movie, the have you seen Coco, Zach? Yeah, so, like, obviously, you know, your ancestors, once passing away, go to this, to this land of the dead where mm-hmm. they can spend all their time as, like, skeletons, just like, Bonus. you know... Yeah, so yeah you know, boners. <laughs> just those boners. Those, like, just like hanging boners. out with the other yeah, ancestors. Yeah, this movie's like a lousy of boners. Yeah. There's so many boners <laughs> oh, God, in this right. movie. Can like, we avoid the boner joke No, boners about? like 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 in Minecraft. Yeah, like, you know, in Minecraft. You know how like, like the arrows. Jason and the Argonauts, you know? Yeah, the classic yeah, yeah, boner yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But if you haven't it's seen the movie. It's a good stop animation boners. <laughs> yeah, like all the guys in <laughs> The Corpse Bride, you know, all the boners. Yeah, a great stop animation. Jack Bonerton. Honestly. Jack Bonerton. Honestly. Tim Burton loves a good boner. He does. <laughs> he puts boners in all of his movies. Anyway, anyway. Okay, oh, God. With this joke. So, so basically in the movie, the ancestors that pass away move on to this like sort of land of the dead where they kind of live as skeletons and in, in, in peace and harmony in this world where they are just, you know, boners. <laughs> yeah, I know. Zach wanted to say it. So, but the interesting thing about, about Coco is that this is sort of a, a step to the next afterlife. There's there's multiple afterlives. So so once you die, you move on to this world, and then once you're forgotten in the real world, then you die forever. So you're you're yeah, you live yeah, only yeah, as yeah. long as your memory the memory of you lives. Right. Mm-hmm. And once the memory of you dies, you're dead forever. So in a way, it's sort of saying that like we live on through the memories of us too. And that's you know in spirit. Yeah. Yeah, and that like and then moves everyone into cries sort of what I and cries because it's a gorgeous movie. But in a way, in a way, <laughs> with with like this being like real, aside, because like I don't believe necessarily that, like there's like an actual land of the dead. In a way, I feel like the memory of loved ones who passed on, living through your memory of them, is a way of them being alive Absolutely. in some sense. I yeah. think like the way that they've you are carrying on their messages or their their lessons that they taught you right. is a way of keeping them in this world. And yeah, so in no, a way, no, 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 it's kind of a real, a real thing. And then once the memory of them has left the world, there's nothing left of them. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a little bit of a bummer, but you know, yeah, I know what you mean. It's very interesting. Cause like, yeah, like it's so weird to think about, like right now, you know, people, mm-hmm. you know, people know you. And then when you pass away, those people knew who you were. But eventually, like, think about all the people who nobody knows. I don't know my great, great, great grandfather. Mm-hmm. No idea. Yeah. Like, like, in, does like anyone? In, and that's someone in your family, yeah. too. Like, like, does anyone know no, him? I don't think so. You can't prove Unless it. No one anyone. knows who that is. 
Yeah. <laughs> like the thing is, is there there are entire family yeah, lineage. Like yeah, like Hitler in, in that sense of the religion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hitler's living powerfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because of how known his name is. Yeah, like, and 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 like yeah, there are entire family name. lines that nobody even remembers in the slightest mm-hmm. because there's just no one left who knows who knows who they were. Does that bother you guys? Does that bother you that after you die someday that no one's eventually gonna no one's going to remember who you are? It's a all? weird thing to me because no, like cuz the brand ball of podcast when it becomes the largest podcast yes, in the we world, will all live on forever. We will, we will all live on forever in our yeah, voices. And in a way I will piggyback on in the cloud. <laughs> you will all live in the cloud. You, think you have your own YouTube but channel. You think that, Wally too is going to feature him listening to the brain boggle podcast on like an old abandoned yeah, sure. iPad yeah, or something. That's how, that's how him and Greta will be uh, him and Greta will be listening to it together. <laughs> what are you saying Greta's like a cyborg or something? No, no she's she she just Greta left the planet. Old. Yeah. She was the last known memory of the brain boggle podcast. It's just so weird to me that like all this stuff really just <laughs> all this stuff all is just like within our heads, right? So like, ah, it's just so weird because it's like, it does does any of it even matter at a certain point? You know, that's the part that I have trouble with because it's like, yeah, you want that like the, the romantic idea of just like we all live on forever and memories of others is like that's a comforting feeling, but then it's also like. We only know what's within our own right. consciousness. So, like, what does it actually matter and beyond even, that? Because, yeah. like, and how do you really know if it really does? Because, yeah, it's all, ever, um, all up in the old dome piece. And yeah. you ever see those memes that are like, if I if I if I die tomorrow, don't 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 lie. Don't say I was a good person. Say I was petty. Say I was selfish. Mm-hmm. Like, remember me how I was, bitches. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> Like those memes are like they're 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 funny. Honestly, Jack, I might like, say that's my favorite category of memes. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're they're funny because they're like scarily true. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah, it's interesting because um, I I think we should go around and, and talk about how what we each individually think, mm-hmm. right? Personally, believe will happen. Would, would, will happen afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can start uh, with you, Zach. Yeah. So, like, when the part where it was sort of brought to the forefront was when my dad died. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was given like a Greek Orthodox burial uh, and and uh, I mean like open casket thing where like mm-hmm. everybody who went there had to see my dead father. Yeah, laying. That, that's it's such a strange thing. And, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like, what? <laughs> How old were you? I, this was I was 21, I think. Um, and so basically. He was never very religious, mm-hmm. uh, and he was always terrified of graveyards and all this stuff. And however, when I had talked to him about life after de- death, he was always like, uh, he was always like, "Yeah, I don't really think anything happens." And so, like for me, when he was buried in a box in a graveyard, uh, and with like a big cross on it, like it was sort of hard. Mm-hmm. to be like Ugh. but in a way i'm like he didn't he didn't think like he didn't think anything else was gonna happen so yeah. like yeah. it's not like you yeah. know it's not like, like what's like, the point of the show like, yeah. you, you know? like, even though like you are feeling however you were feeling because you know that this isn't what he was would want but right. at the same time it wasn't for him like it's not for him right. because he's not yeah. here anymore right. yeah um, so like, what is it like? What does it ultimately matter? What happens to yeah. him? You exactly. Know? And so, sort of, my belief 
very much aligns with the memory thing. And I've never really articulated it uh, that way. But like, I don't believe that he's out there, you know, being filled with energy because, uh, because he's being spoken about right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that his spirit, his soul in the, in the sense of what it was uh, in this world and how it affected this world does live on through, um, through memory. Yeah. Right. And as long as he's remembered, then, you know, he is immortal and that's sort of like a ripple effect, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah or like yeah. how sound you, you, once you, once it escapes right. your mouth, sound just always yeah, affects yeah. the world, you know? It never yeah. Ends. Kind of like how, um, uh, what was it in the time dilation episode? Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about how if you went, like if I was able to go three, three light years away mm. from Earth, I would be able to like watch. Um, and I had this big old telescope. <laughs> I'd be able to. I I don't. You don't even need a telescope because the light would be there. But right. if you had some way to, you know what I mean. Like I would be able to see myself talking to my grandfather at a party. Right. You know. Yeah. Um. And like it's 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 all like out there. Yeah. Yeah. Once it's happened, it's sort of in yeah in existence yeah in that's a, a really kind of interesting idea you you bring up there jack it's like in that sense it's like what m- makes us us you know mm-hmm. so like if the our energy exists in the universe as light and it is if it were somehow observable would that mean we are immortal mm-hmm. for or it can live as long as that light energy continues to right, exist yeah. somewhere within whatever all this is that we live in or even in another direction if you look yeah. at it as like we've kind of life in general has found a way to escape death sort mm-hmm. of through re- reproduction yeah like the fact that like we are in a way our our own fathers like like right. we're versions of them that yeah. have been lived on through they've been reincarnated right exactly yeah. sometimes i sit there in bed and i'll think like you know someday when when my dad's gone like i'm i'm gonna think in my head like i'm living through him or yeah. living, he's living through me like right. i'm living for him in a way you know right. and mm-hmm. so like that's kind of like I think it's interesting. Reproduction is like kind of a way to keep yeah. life immortal. Something that I found out the other day that that kind of blew my mind was that um, how sex works. <laughs> yeah, somebody. I was like, what? Yeah, we're talking about those boners again. <laughs> oh god, um, not that kind of. Was that? Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about other species, but um, human females are born with all the eggs they'll ever have. Yeah. Um, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, human. Fe- so, like, like men generate like sperm throughout their life, but human females are born with they're all of their. Born with it. They're born with all of their eggs, and they and they don't get and any menopause more. Is them like losing? Yeah, their I think eggs. menopause happens once you're like once you have no more. Once you're yeah. out of eggs. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not obviously not a woman, and we're all men. We have like <laughs> a, none of us are experts in female anatomy. I think we can speak on this pretty pretty authoritatively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But but yeah, but they they, they do not like grow any eggs uh, throughout their life. That's all they uh, ever have. This is human women. This is human women. <laughs> yeah, you mean I don't know the species how, how they work. Like I don't know where a squid would keep its eggs if it's born with all of them. Yo, like squid, it's, where are your eggs at? Because <laughs> like a squid's real small and then it gets really big. So like someone asked a good question um, once. They were like, "How come my dog doesn't get a period? Its period." <laughs> and then I looked it up, and I like only a couple animals get periods. Yes, only very few do. Humans, That's interesting. Humans do, and I think like whales. 
Yeah, and I think monkeys or something. I'm not sure though. Yeah, it's because um, most other animals, um, like a quick anatomy lesson. A period <laughs> is when the egg goes down the fallopian tools and embeds in the the the, the some wall, the uterine wall, the uterine wall, and yep. then it and then it waits there for the sperm to come and fertilize it. Whereas other animals. Well, I think the period part is when it yeah, afterwards yeah, it sheds yeah, yeah, the lining, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it like because the egg didn't happen or yeah. whatever didn't get fertilized, yeah. and other animals Goodbye, my <laughs> wait for wait for the fertilization to happen first, I think, mm. and then send the eggs because there are animals that are able to breed with mul- like like cuttlefish can breed with multiple males and then have a batch of eggs that has some eggs that has eggs with a bunch mm. of different um, uh, partners. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Which and, obviously can't happen with humans. Well, actually, weirdly, I guess there are some very rare cases where if, if say, if uh, where multiple, there, uh, <laughs> there could be multiple fathers for twins. Where really? if uh Oh, if was the this woman, the one with the, with the, with the, with the one dude who, because I know a story about a dude who was supposed to have a twin brother, but he absorbed him in the womb. And then when he had a, a little different, when but. he had a child, his child's. It, it said that it was they i don't know why they did like some paternity test but it was like you're not the father of that child your brother is and he was like i don't have a brother that's strange now this isn't that but that is actually Which really is, interesting because it was the genetic material this from one the twin is that like absorbed in the womb. Shit. <laughs> this one is that like sometimes like more than one egg will be released in into the from the fallopian tube into the oh, uterine wall and if someone and has and like sex with multiple men right within the right when i think like 48 hours it's possible that the two separate eggs can be fertilized uh, so two. it's really rare but yeah possible, it, it but is possible, possible but it's very rare well but have you there's that, a half brother twin there's yeah. a set of um of identical <laughs> twins where um, I think I, I have to assume both parents were were mixed race mm-hmm. um, or maybe only one parent was. I, I just think I just I say assume because I think it would be more likely if both parents were. But like one one twin is like redhead, pale freckles. And the other one is like black hair, very dark skinned. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're identical like they're identical wow. twins because wow. they when they split, they like each took like that like they just happen to take that half yeah. of the genetic material right the opposite yeah going down yeah well, i think we can go to brian yeah I'll, I'll continue on we'll, 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 we'll do the dead dads dad club first yeah, yeah um, that's what i was thinking it probably <laughs> relates, yeah. <laughs> so um yeah um yeah so i in a very similar way to zach that was kind of like my first i guess exposure to like death mm-hmm. in a real way i was much younger i was like 11 or 12 oh, okay. i think yeah so it's hard to tell when you get old, like you start to forget, <laughs> you know, yeah. but, uh, yeah. So like, I never grew up very religious, you know, like we didn't really have it in my family. Like I would, my mom's side of the family, I think was like Baptist, but my mom didn't practice like after she moved out. My, my dad's mother was like Catholic, but my Pepe is not. So mm. like it, religion was just never really a real factor. It wasn't like a dominant. Right. But then like I had the same experience where like we had like a very like traditional Christian funeral mm-hmm. forever that we had it in a Catholic church, even though none of us were Catholic. It was the most bizarre experience for me. Like, you know, we had like the wake with like the open casket, which was weird and terrifying weird you know as terrifying. a very young person like n- not really knowing how to process all that yeah. but then we had the funeral which was a, done with a catholic mass hmm. but n- none of me my brother and my mom none of us were catholic yeah 
So I remember this very distinct moment, like in the mass or whatever, where everyone's like, "All right, and now we're gonna do like you know, Christ crackers and juice or whatever." Yeah, <laughs> right, and, you don't know what to and do. And then like everyone in the church stands up and starts going, and then like with me, and my mom, and my brother, like in the front row, like I guess we just stay here while everyone else does this yeah. weird ritual while yeah. at our our father slash husband's yeah. like, funeral. We were just kind of like, what? This is so bizarre. Like you know? Brent, yeah. we were just talking about this the other day. Like we're talking about like our father, like mm-hmm. the, the prayer, yeah, and like. My, I was at my uh, my great grandfather's funeral like last week, mm-hmm. and we were sitting there, and they start saying the prayer. And I mean, I I somehow knew that one. I don't know how, just from like CCD when I was a kid. Yeah, but like they do all these other ones. I don't know, like the etiquette, and I feel so like you don't never know when to stand. Yeah, or kneel you don't know when to stand. You don't know yeah. what to. Yeah, like, I'm like, you gotta gotta just play along. And yeah, it's so weird. When I was, yeah, because my, um, my grampy had a, he was, he was very, very religious. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we had a Catholic mass and it was like, cause we, we were all there and we all like, we, we showed up and we were sitting at the front and like, like, pe- like people like showed up for like regular Sunday mass. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And we're like there, but like, it was obviously like a special service mass, but like they were there just like going to church and that was really weird to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, sorry, you guys have to like be at my grampy's funeral like when <laughs> right. you guys just thought you were going to church and like i had to um well i didn't have to but i wanted like i i was given something to read mm-hmm. um and well, that's hard good for you like all of my all of my um like my cousins and, and uncles and stuff who like go to church more often and are more actively religious would like they like bless themselves with mm-hmm. like the the father son holy spirit thing yep. before they went up um and i was like i don't like the, I, I was sitting there and the whole, like the biggest thing I could think about was, was do I do that? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, do I need to do that? And I like asked, I was like, do I, like, do I need to do that? Like I kept like asking my aunts and uncles around me mm-hmm. and my mom ultimately was like, if you don't want to, you don't have to. And so like I didn't, and I, <laughs> I felt like a fool. Yeah. Um, and cause like apparently you're supposed to bless yourself when you like step up and step down. But yeah. like, I, I like, I, I was like, do I do it for my grampy or do I not do it? Because like, it would be disingenuous. Cause right. I don't like believe right. in that. Right. Um, yeah, I just ultimately decided not to, but like yeah. it was, it, it, it was so weird that like, that was like one of the big things that I was yeah. like worried about. It's I interesting that, that you two, Brent and Zach, you both had the same thing in common yeah. where your mm-hmm. fathers both weren't really religious. So I feel right. like that the truth whole... is like I didn't really even know if my dad yeah. was per se because I mean, he, we, I was young, you know, he was like yeah. 40, you know. Mm-hmm. So like it was just kind of like this thing where it was like it never came up at any right. point. You yeah, know? he's not going to sit you down right. and be like, you Brent. Know, yeah, well, because like, religion wasn't a thing in our house as it was. So like we never had like any real conversations about that you know sort of stuff we mostly just talked about hockey and like video games and (laughs) wwf wrestling (laughs) so like it was just like i don't know what to make of all this and then like everyone like all the attention's on you obviously for when you're in this sort of situation you know especially when someone's so young and so it's like you don't know you almost like are more concerned of like how to interact with the people around you because you're like you feel like you have to be a certain way to like properly like exist in this moment for other people and it's a strange thing right but like yeah after that like i was very atheist for a while because i was like how the fuck this fuck the world whatever yeah but as i've gone older the more and more i realized how little i know anything you know (laughs) because like there was a time you know as most teenagers and young people do where they feel like they understand everything i got this all right i have had one experience in my life i know how everything works (laughs) 
But then, like, oh, as I've gotten older, the, the, the more and more, more I realize I just, there's so much I don't fucking understand about anything. Right. I, my, the thing that gives me the most comfort is, like, this idea, like I was talking about before, like, this idea of, like, we're all just kind of energy mm-hmm. that, that has been created by whatever forces in the universe, yeah. for whatever reason, created everything. You know, Big Bang or whatever, for whatever or reason why all that's yeah, happened is that this caused us all to exist in this, like, weird form and that... Mm-hmm. In some yeah. way, that energy continues to exist through whatever, through the earth, through the universe. And I don't know. There's something comforting in that, I guess. But I don't believe that, like, what is it within my head will continue after I die. Yeah. Now, there's, like, interesting stuff about, like, near-death experiences that, like, mm. almost makes you wonder, like, when you do die, like, do you know? Or is it, like, this, like, weird dream that, like, seems to just go on forever? Because, mm. like... Right. When you're asleep, you know, you feel sometimes when you're dreaming, you just feel like hours, days, True. like weeks go by. And then it really, it's just been a couple hours or something. So like when your brain just ceases to function, do you, is this like, you know, people will have these near death experiences or whatever. Is that just like some sort of weird dream that we're having? And so like when we die, do we just then exist in this like weird dream space right. until eventually that consciousness just doesn't exist anymore yeah like i don't know that's like, something your, i kind of wonder to myself still, does any does, does your brain still like because like those moments afterwards. like when you're dreaming it could, could be seconds that just feel yeah. like all oh, you know days or that's lifetimes freaky. or whatever so it's well, like do yeah. we just like exist in this like weird flickering like jacob's ladder yeah. moments right. within well, our that brain reminds me of that black dying. mirror episode yeah. the the one where the the guy gets the uh he does the vr game oh and like yeah, it's yeah. all just like in that in one instant it happens within like a millisecond and 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 it's like months and, and months worth of like Which, stuff. Uh, it's um, called playtest. It's and, the one where he he's that like is it that the scary horror game or yeah, whatever? He's yeah. like he's like that vagabond traveler guy who needs some money, so he goes to like this thing to he goes mm. to playtest this game, and he it's like yeah I don't I don't know if it's months. No, it's not months. It's, it's like it's, this whole experience. It's like happens. a few. It's like a few days or weeks maybe where well, he's like it ends in and house. then he like goes to his house and like sees his mother and all this stuff right. Yeah, right. It's one of those ones where it's like a double fake out where like you take it's like, oh, this only this much for time has gone by. And he goes and he like goes back and starts living his life. And then I think I don't remember exactly what happens, but he ends up like you actually actually dying like the like second like he like or within moments of him putting the thing on. Yeah, Yeah, what's like the VR set on is is you're supposed to believe that the VR that that his life was was the VR affecting his brain mm-hmm. and then he died afterwards but then i think it's revealed that at the very end yeah that that the VR didn't the v, they never even turned the VR on they just like yeah. so that that whole thing was purely his brain no mm-hmm. it was it was uh interference from his phone mm-hmm. and oh, the phone his mom rang. called his him called so like the him. whole story just to kind of like to give a quick summary of it so like there's there's uh basically the whole part of the story is like his father died actually and his his mom was like trying to be closer with him, but he just wanted to get away from everything. Right. Mm-hmm. So he left and he became a vagabond and like went around the world and all this stuff. And his mom would call him and he would never answer and he would never call his mother back. And there was this whole subplot about it. And so he went into this like play test to like make money and do this stuff. And at the end, you find out that his mom calling him caused interference with the headset and it like fried his brain and all the that stuff happened uh, within one second. And at the end, as he's dying, he screams like, Mom! 
mom, mom, and like freaks out and has a seizure and like dies. And so at at the end, it shows them like typing the like report of like what happened. And it ends with uh, called mom. So he called mom, like he screamed. Right, right, right. And he, so it was oh, just like, yeah. it was really yeah, creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that idea of that happening. Yeah, that like that you look so much of like living or existing is just within the conscious right. or subconscious right. that like, yeah. could there be some like weird version of like an afterlife that's just whatever happens in your brain after like you die? Yeah. You well, know? That's, that's interesting because there's also, um, that Black Mirror episode where, like, you know, the consciousness is downloaded into oh, a computer. Oh, yeah. San Junipero. Uh, so that's a good one. No, if that's what I'm, the one I'm talking about, but it, they 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 discuss doing that in in, in a few episodes. Yeah, but yeah that's the big one. There's like the one where the mom dies and they put her in like a teddy bear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and the idea of that type of immortality, where it's like, you know, the real you did die. And like, if there was a soul, whatever happens to that soul went off and did its thing. But you were digitally captured the way that you were uh, in your body. It's that consciousness. That consciousness. It, it thinks that it's really, and it thinks that it's person. really that. It remembers all of the experiences, and it thinks the way that you've thought your whole yeah. life. Yeah, like yeah. the um, even yeah. Oh, um, White Christmas had, had I think was the first one to introduce the uh, the cookie where they yeah. put it. They put it like in your temple or whatever yeah. and it like grows and then it like knows who you are because it is you it makes a copy of you yeah it's like a perfect copy of your oh, and you, in the but... Gleason one uh where her oh, yeah. boyfriend dies yeah and then they, they like and they ship her a new one yeah basically right it oh. starts out as like what like an instant message thing yeah, or whatever yeah. where it's like oh, it talks yeah, like yeah, him yeah, and then yeah. like they upgrade it to like a full-on like android version like well, even the, the one back, with the black though. mirror museum like yeah. the one yeah, yeah, that yeah. one where like they make copies of the of the person's consciousness and so like torture them and torture oh it's yeah. such a scary thought but um jack what's your what's your opinion oh um so well like yeah like i'm like we said before i'm i'm personally agnostic because like i like i'm willing to admit that i have no idea and i'm just gonna find out when i get there um like my family as a whole believes that 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 the people come back pure like like you like me me as a human being humor is very important and like that's a reflection because like humor is like the number one thing in my family as a whole um and so we use that to to deal with like whatever um so like a lot of times we'll say like oh they're like that's because like grampy's probably here right now um like if somebody like it, it was like literally like like a day after he passed away. If somebody would like fart really loudly, really smelly, we'd be like, <laughs> we'd be like, oh, that's that, 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 that wasn't me. That was probably Grampy. Yeah, yeah. Um, just because like that's the kind of person he was in life. And like because we would always just, like whenever you were at Grampy's house, you'd be like, where is he? And people would be like, oh, be quiet, be quiet. And you could like hear whatever bathroom he was in at the time, <laughs> like just doing his business. Yeah. And like he just he like because he just was like that. Like that's who he was. Yeah. And so we would just like we 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 like to whenever something funny that's happening that Grampy would have thought was funny we're like oh he must be here right then and in a way he is there like and yeah like about. so uh, his spirit lives on yeah that and so like that that the, like the, we 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 like to to believe that um <laughs> like something interesting that I read was that hearing is the last thing to go. 
mm. when you're um when you're dying and when he was on his deathbed we like he was unresponsive but like everyone would like talk to him yeah or whatever so like oh, that, i never heard that that's interesting. yeah so for like for the longest time I, w- I would always like wonder if he actually did hear us but like after i read that i was like oh he must have right. um and like may i don't know maybe he was asleep but he probably heard it um like and said your brain could yeah like because like he wasn't like I, I i don't know his condition exactly but um you know like hearing all that and then you know like he like i think it's just hard for our family to because uh, we're a very very stubborn family so i think it's hard for us to like admit that they're gone and so instead we just say like, oh yeah, they're, they're, they're here. They're My family here does the same thing. Like anytime there's a bug in any situation, <laughs> like my mom or my aunts or my, my grandmother, it's like, oh, that's Papa. They're like, that's <laughs> Nana. And I'm like, okay, so Papa was alive a month ago and this bug was also alive a month ago. So was Papa also a bug and a human at the same time? <laughs> that must be pretty messed up. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of that interesting way of coping with it. Like yeah. families deal with different things in different ways. Uh, so we have that similar thing. It's not really as much like humor based, but it's sort of like a message sort of from a, a spiritual place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm sort of in the same boat as as you guys. Uh, it, what do you think happens right afterwards? Nothing. I think it's just I think it's just the end. That's, I, I, that's what I think. Socrates too. said uh, it's like either way, I'm fine with it because it, there's two different things that could happen. One, you could have a, an endless sleep and I, I, I could definitely use some rest <laughs> or I could, you know, live on in this afterlife and just like hang out with cool people who have also died. And so either way, it's, it's a good thing. Yeah. And you know, once you die, like you don't really have the feelings to be worried about it. So I'm kind of like the way I think about it is I don't really, I don't really worry about what's going to happen. I don't necessarily believe um, anything happens after. I just think it's like, you know, it's not black. It's not nothingness because, I mean, we yeah. we, we didn't exist before we were born. Yeah. So we've already experienced death in a way. It's it's in know? a way it's it's less than nothing. Yeah. Because you can't because there's n- you're not even there to process the fact that there's nothing. Right. Right. I'd be, I'd be, which is like, you can't, like, we can't even comprehend comprehend that. that. I wouldn't mind, uh, I wouldn't mind downloading my brain into a computer and living forever. I would never want to live forever. I wouldn't want to live forever. I'd just be like, okay, give me like a thousand years. I want to try some stuff. And then if, and then if I, no, wait, let me finish. And then if I'm bored and I'm ready to die, I'll put a peaceful sleep setting on and then I'll just fall into a slow slumber. Nah. And then they can delete my. They can bring you back. Nah, if, there, right, like, yeah, if there's true. some technology by the time that like I pass away, if there's some technology to to extend my life, I'm like, nah, nah, yeah, don't want it. I wouldn't mind to live in an extra hundred years or so just to like see what happens. Like that's my biggest thing is like seeing what FOMO. what happens. <laughs> you have FOMO. <laughs> that's what I do have FOMO. Missing out on the end of the world. Right. Yeah. Because of global climate crisis. But hey, I mean, we've already all missed out on some pretty big events. Mm-hmm. Trojan horse. <laughs> uh, I know that's the first I thing. Was, I was about to say that. Guys, this episode's getting too long. I think we got to wrap it yeah, up. We just start to wrap. Yeah, oh, crap. I mean, we, we could be talking about this. 
yeah, the cows come home. This is something that people have been talking about since the dawn of humans, and, and it's and something that we're going to be talking about talk until the end. Yeah, when it's the last two Unfortunately, we didn't have enough time to solve it today, but you know, we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll try again another time. I know we promised we would, but... I need to stop looking at me, Zach. It's so goofy. Oh, boys, I think we need to... A debrief after that one. Mm. Right. Ooh. Well, yeah, so that's uh, that's mm. the afterlife. The recording was over an hour and a half, but the episode sure as hell won't be. Yeah, I'm sure we're gonna cut <laughs> out yeah, a lot of stuff. So, do we have any new? Uh, do we have any new uh, reviews? I don't think so. <laughs> Probably, not. Yeah. Probably not. But we are getting a lot of Instagram followers. So, I thanks, know, thanks thank you, people. If you're a new Instagram follower, um, thanks. But also, <laughs> since you have a phone and you have social meds. Go to uh go to our Twitter and follow that too because yeah. uh Brent Brent really does a good job on the yeah. uh the, I've been, I've been slacking a little a bit caption. recently because uh I yeah because no one follows it so yeah, I'm no like whatever it's a caption captain but yeah shout out to Zach and Aaron go on YouTube we gotta yeah, get go Aaron on YouTube. we gotta get Aaron, Aaron. we gotta get Aaron. Look up Zach and Aaron. <laughs> yeah, because um, Aaron's the one that's about that that high. Yeah, so he's about that high. He's yeah. about that tall. God, you, you remind look, me of someone right insane. now. You look insane. You look insane. You remind Sorry, me of my knees are just so itchy. You remind <laughs> me of someone from like something, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> he is, he is, you know it is, what it is? very familiar yeah, like yeah. this, isn't it? You look Stop. like I'm trying to think, like some kind of like. Like, like, is it Timon from The Lion King? Like, I don't know. <laughs> what? Something. Something. I don't know. All right. Well, um, anyway. Yeah, you know our social meds. Yeah. Our merch store is now on EcoWare. You can find us. You can Google EcoWare. Actually, just go to our brainboggledpodcast.com. Does that uh, link to it? Yeah. yeah, you can check out our merch there. Brainboggled yeah, that's, podcast. That's actually a new thing. I don't think we've announced that. We have an actual website now. We have a website now. We and a website. We're going to put everything that you need on that website so that you can listen to the pod online while you're at work or. Check out our merch there. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening. <laughs> I've been your boner B. <laughs> Bobby, I'm sorry. Um My mic's falling. Um <laughs> I've been I've been your uh your uh come back to me. <laughs> come on, Jack. Hurry I've, up. I've been your uh judicial J. <laughs> I do that one like all the time. I was gonna time. say Jeepers Creepers J. Yeah. Uh, Jeepers Creepers J. Jack, okay, bye. <laughs> I'm your bushwhacked B brand, <laughs> and I'm your uh, Frankenstein's monster. Zappity zap zap, it's alive, <laughs> Zach. That's a pretty good That's one. That's clever. Thank I like you. how you made your own. That's mm. good. Yeah, I gotta start doing. You gotta go your own way sometimes. I, gotta no, go no my J own adjectives. Way. All right, thank you, special guest Zach Taylor. Okay, thank you. Bye, love you. <laughs> 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 <laughs>